are listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're pushing your boundaries on conventional thought. Wah, wah. Wah. And tonight we're talking about <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey because Whoa. everybody else is. <laughs> Just saw the film. We coming did. Coming out Valentine's Day, but pretty jazzed to be able to talk about it. Yes. Um, we uh, have a lot of, to say about it. And we're also, we have Jean Fransblau back on tonight. Yes. Am I saying that right? You said it perfectly. Yes. Thank you. Yes, awesome. our our we would call her our BDSM expert. Yay! <laughs> we love feel her. Really good. I, uh, so yeah. she's perfect. The person, perfect person to talk to. We literally just came from the press screening, and we're like and thrilling. I, I mean, and we, I'm jealous. I I was worried about driving home because I was like, what? What? Where am I? My brain short circuiting. Like Whoa. I'm aroused. Arousal. I, and I, I know. Yeah, I, know. I was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if you listen to our episode, oh, I don't know if I s- talked about it last week, but um, mm. it's been a hot minute since. Sacks. and um <laughs> and uh and i'm and yeah it was you know it was yeah confusing that's like, what the i was movie was confusing during. or yes oh, because, I, I was going oh my so god horny. i'm confused i <laughs> like it was so we are super excited to talk with Jean because she can sort of answer all the questions that of course come up watching this film yeah so let me tell you a little bit about Jean, miss Jean. she's you can find her work on sexual esteem with Jean.com. And like we said, she's sort of our BDSM expert. She says she's perfect for the Fifty Shades of Grey soccer moms. So all of you ladies out there who are maybe thinking about getting into this, which you probably will after you see this movie. Yeah, I, I mean, say, it makes you curious. It does make you... The posters are right. I have to say, I was very anti this movie. And then I saw it and I'm like, well... You're right. The posters say, are you curious? Yeah, well, it's perfect. I it's perfect. Now. So if you're curious, you can go to Jean's website, sexualesteemwithjean.com. And, um, and she actually has... Is it you have online sessions? Yeah, right? I have online lessons for women. Right. It's called the three major blunders that women curious about S and M make uh, that are dangerous and how to avoid them. Ding 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 ding. ding. Right. Well, that's stay what we're safe, all shall we? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, I want to explore, but how do I make sure I don't? Exactly. Hurt so if myself. you find yourself in an Anastasia Steele situation, <laughs> Jean is just a phone call away. Just like that. Just <laughs> I'm like here Anastasia for you, women. <laughs> But but you've done a lot more than that. You you so you have you say that you've given yourself permission to follow a path of sexual curiosity and adventure, and your background is in writing and performing. And you created a show called Coming Out Kinky, which you perform all over the country, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it, and we saw it. It's wonderful. It's amazing. Super it's fun. your one woman show. Thank you. Awesome. And which is it's again it's a real your real life story yeah. and history about. Your life through BDSM. Yeah, that's right. Right? And your evolution, well, your sexual growth. It's yeah. part of the journey. Exactly. I have a feeling there's a lot more to go, and that's one step in the journey. Part one. Mm-hmm. Part one. Um, and then you also work internationally with companies, and you do a lot of corporate leading. That's and what's so trippy is I'm still doing corporate work. Awesome. They're still hiring me. Love it. <laughs> well, and I think um, I did talk about this, going to uh, a couple of events that are definitely not sex related and talking openly about the vibrator necklace that I'm wearing and then how that naturally led to talking about our podcast wow. and people's enthusiasm. I mean, I had this heart to People always want to talk about sex. Of course, but but even how open they are about even talking about their complications around it, their passions, their, you know, whatever, their fears, all these things. I mean, I was talking with a married man, you know, has a, a children, all this, and, um, and we had a beautiful conversation about it. You know, that didn't lead to any 
whatever any hanky panky or whatever it right. people feel more intimate with you and they're like oh my god somebody can finally talk to you about exactly because you. i think everyone always has something to say Absolutely. everyone always has questions they have but a you're now a safe space right because you yeah. said i'm open to this and thank you for being the one who was willing to talk about it in a non-sexual context i tried that at a networking group like a jewish networking group mm-hmm. and wow. i was like everyone's like i'm an accountant <laughs> i sell real estate and i'm like i'm a sex educator but then afterwards, everyone's like, "Yeah, hey, Jean, yeah, <laughs> yeah." While you're standing at the bar, yes, like, but it was so you know, moment. Thing, it was a moment. Yeah, wow, good for you. That takes balls. <laughs> yeah, to, Way to own it. Okay, so back to Fifty Shades. Right, amazing. Where to do we see start? It. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- we have a million thoughts. We because, do because you know our brains were spinning. I first of all, we read some reviews that I thought were pretty harsh. Um, very prior to the film, so I went in. Dubious. I already thought. You know, I've read. The, I've read the books. I have, I've, I've read them. all of them. All how many? Three. 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 Yeah. So I've read them all. Um, and so I was look. I, I don't know. I'm. Yeah. I'm in the middle. I don't know. There. You know. We actually had. We were chatting with someone also about the limitations of the way sexuality is portrayed in it. Like, you know, uh, in it, the books. Or, yeah, in the yeah. books that that there's. Um, more in-depth erotic novels out there that I think explore a right. greater depth of sensuality, that kind of I thing. I do, yeah, yeah. Um, in the books. And so not to hate on it, but there was, you know, sort of saying, okay, it is it is it's still a vanilla. fairy tale. It is. Yeah, it's it a is total still fairy tale of a woman saving a man. It did feel, I said this after coming out, it does feel a little Ken and Barbie. You know, there's an element of like these very... Beautiful people. Right. Well, but but in almost like a sterile way. Understood. Like, like look, perfect body, like Ken, you know. And, yes, yes. But... Yeah, but, he, but he's so like A-type. He would be. He I, was there's very... A lot of people but like he was them. still very sexy. It's not to... I've I found well this is my point is so coming into this film mm-hmm. I did still get aroused I was excited by it Aww, I did you know I'm happy for yeah you. <laughs> I felt curious I mean yeah. it still accomplished all those things yeah despite and there were moments things. of cheesiness but there, I, there were yeah but overall I had a blast I mean I had so much fun and I actually loved how um excited the audience was yes people you were mentioned that people were sort of out. It I was thought they so were hilarious. laughing at it but actually, well there was there okay. was some of that but I think it was because out of discomfort nice. I, I really yes. do. I, and, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's like, it's just that it's like being in a theater with a bunch of five-year-olds. It wasn't so bad though, but you could tell I, I was really the distracted. Inst- I was like, shut the F up. I'm trying to like oh, enjoy my home. It brought here. me glee because people was were getting being, in the way. I thought it was really powerful because they were being confronted mm. with something yes, that they hadn't true, and in but a I was public just like, way. I mean, up a that's little. hot. Yeah. Ooh, it I'm was really fascinating to be in this public space sharing this erotic film my first experience with something similar is when i first rolled out my show and in my show i actually walk into a dungeon and have an experience or and have an experience in private as well and what i noticed as a performer is that once i walked into the dungeon space where they were like sign a waiver like that i released the dungeon from right people got quiet i mean they were laughing and enjoying themselves all of a sudden it was like really quiet in the theater and i had to ask my director karen oschenbach after what happened she said they were nervous for you. Oh yeah. Oh, and then and then they were okay. But right. they were just yeah. too yeah. explain me. it a little more clearly. You would indicate to the audience I'm signing this waiver and kind of disappear behind a curtain is that no it's uh, basically in the in the third portion of the show is when I'm like all right I'm ready to explore and be curious Mm -hmm. and so um, I I realize that there's a dungeon in LA and I check and now I'm going to the dungeon in LA on a Mm -hmm. Saturday night and what's it gonna be like and um and and I actually 
you know, I play 20 characters in it, right? right? right. I actually walk into the dungeon and I'm like, here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing this. I'm experiencing that. And that's where the audience was sort of uh, nervous at first. But then they got titillated and they were into it and it worked out. But I didn't realize how scared or just how unsure. It's uncharted territory for the majority of the population. Tell us more about the Okay. Well, we're okay. So I'll say we're not going to give any like plot spoiler Spoilers, thing. So no. if if you, but we will anyway. be talking probably about the tone and the general content. So yeah. for those mm. of you listening, if you don't want to hear anything about the film, just yeah, check listen it, to us later. But yeah, listen yeah. to it after. But Valentine's uh, Day. but yeah, we're <laughs> not going to be talking date. about every every bloody detail. Um. Okay. So where to where to start? I have. Do you have anything particular? I'm just going to look at my notes real quick. Um. I think it we, was. I was jotting just, a bunch of stuff down. No. Yeah. I. You know. Um, there was that experience with the audience and just, it was curious to me, I don't know how mainstream this movie has made that topic. And it's so taboo. I mean, just incredible. I mean, they make, okay, maybe are these spoilers? Mm. Um, Pretty, they mentioned some very intense sexual Sexual acts. Acts. Which, um, well, I think we could say. I don't think it's. I mean, it's it's in the books. It's well, not, sure, they reference you know anal fisting, like or vaginal fisting, right? And and do they mention anal fisting or vaginal both, fisting? Both, both. Oh, and it's yeah. But and to th- have that on a mainstream, I know the word anal and fisting on a to mainstream movie, it. That yeah, that to be acknowledged in that film, yeah, yeah. All I my sex educator you. friends would be like, hurrah! <laughs> yeah. So in that regard, I'm. I was really, I, I was impressed. really impressed with how far. They That's really amazing went and with surprising. it. Yes, yeah. yeah, and I and um, we'll get to the reviews that we read in a bit. But and then what was the other thing? There was um, talk about our our joy of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was that. I really actually liked the sensuality that the film portrayed. That's where I wanted to go. Yeah, they really captured this, and I immediately thought about um, what this does for couples in America right now watching this movie, you know, or, or like in our culture about how to explore sensuality. I mean, there's lots of um, textures that are used Feathers, on her body. The leather, the And when ice. you blindfold somebody, yes. which I'm sure that he did somewhere in there, everything <laughs> becomes more heightened. Right. Right. And what a safe way for people to play with these energies is simply a blindfold. Yeah. As long as you're with your partner that you can trust can handle taking care of you when you're blindfolded, you know? Right. Right. Um, right. And and by doing just the simple act of blindfolding, I think it reminds the partner in control of you to tap into the sensuality. Do you know, just, just this act of one person being blindfolded, you go, okay, it is all about touch. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can really like focus in on the moment that you're creating for this person. Right. And it, then and as you're blindfolded at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so too. I think in a culture where I feel like sensuality is very not very played up. Stifled. It is yes, and it's just sort of a like quick. Focus let's go. On the genitals. Yes, absolutely. Right. Even this so idea to, of um, uh, what is it called? Like this, the thing you do before you have sex. It's foreplay. called foreplay. Right <laughs> in the sex educator world, they're like, don't call it that. Just call it all sex right, because this yeah. concept of let's get a few minutes of this in so we can warm up our genitals and then we can. Like, how about not? How about we make it really like we don't know what's going to happen or what flavor we're going to want? Rather than this menu, it goes this, 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 this. Right, it's portraying that it sounds, the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And limiting. Mm-hmm. But I think it's. A, I think it was a good eye, op- eye opener. F, yes, normalizing that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of women out there who are going to be like, honey, 
Okay, I agree. Yeah, people looking for more of that, right? Yeah, more and, and maybe requesting it. And this book—I mean, sorry, this this book. Mm-hmm. Yes, the book, but the film. Visually seeing it, I think gives the female audience permission to ask their partners for this because it's such a mainstream movie. And so, as do you know a, what I mean? It's like right, it's like exactly. it's now publicly to okay. Ask it. It's normalizing yeah. it. And as a public service announcement, and you know, this movie just did it, and it's hugely popular. It's very exciting. And as a public service announcement. Um, there are, it's, there's some know-how that you want to have to make sure that you're not going to hurt your partner by accident. Mm-hmm. For example, even uh, f- um, there's like even knowing how to spank somebody. Yes. Uh, it, yes. Like if you're flogging, which is like using a tool and like, you know, having impact sensations, you don't get their kidneys by accident. So you have right. to sort of wow. know some stuff. And what happens I, is, oh, uh, uh, is a lot of we we start hearing after like that people are starting to get engaged without negotiating without talking about what they're doing and right. people can get hurt so we want people right. to be safe right there's sort of a craze and an excitement around it but right. please like, take the be time sober. to do it right be yeah. sober ask questions go to classes jump online there's so many resources out there to help but with safety you raise a good point about about the spanking i mean i think about even just you know more general sex i mean i play around with, you know, uh, slapping my butt, this kind you know, this kind of thing during sex mm-hmm. um, seems pretty mainstream, I think, at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. There are still people I, you know, men I encounter that haven't done it or, mm-hmm. you know, don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And there definitely is, you know, if you don't hit kind of at the center, uh, you know, it can hurt or and by hurt, it's, in you know, the wrong light. way. In yeah, the yeah, wrong yeah. Way. Where you go, right, right. Oh, it's uncom- that wasn't what I was looking for. And you know what? So, uh, you were going to say, I want to well, and, and also hair pulling, which is, you know, you want the, the back of the nape, almost like the way that a cat is lifted by the right you know by that back area and it's it's not just pull my hair anywhere this is such a great point because even as a dominant myself whenever i sort of want to impress my submissive and they're wanting a spanking my first gut reaction is wow i'm gonna really give it to them like like a big hard smack that's not the way you start to spank somebody you soft gentle slow you warm them up that's when it becomes an erotic spanking right so don't try to impress them by blowing them out sort of overwhelming There's a gradation. There's so much to know. So can I can I just say? So you've had experience, Jean, as as dominant and a submissive. Yes, in the scene they call it being a switch. Isn't that fun? (laughs) You're so complicated. So I think so. I have a lot of questions surrounding the very general theme here, which is the whole act of dominating and sub- and submitting mm-hmm. which i think based on a lot of the reviews we read there from like we read a, a review from fox news and mm-hmm. another one from i'm not sure where the source was but um it's on our facebook page and i've just heard a lot of backlash about it, it this is just pure torture it's mm. degrading mm. you know all this stuff where people just don't they there's no understanding i suppose so can you speak to that absolutely first of all Sometimes to see it is to not understand it. And especially if somebody has sexual trauma or violence in their past, it can be really overwhelming. So I would say that there's a trigger alert. You know how sometimes there's a trigger alert before certain types of media, like watch out if you've been raped. This might be overwhelming for you. Please, you know, those of you mm. listening, be aware that if this might trigger you, like take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't expose yourself to this if it's going to freak you out. Right. Having said that, um, another public service announcement is that mm-hmm. if you're with a partner and you guys you think you might engaging be engaging in S and M or what's called BDSM play and you are dreading it, like you dread them coming home, oh. you don't you're not your 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 pussy's not wet at all. I'm speaking to the women. Right. Yeah. 
you are not engaging in BDSM play. You're engaging in abuse. Okay. People who play in this mm. world, their heart goes pitter-pat. They get wet when they think of their partner coming home for their scene. It's right. playful and joyful. Although to watch it without understanding it, you might be like, whoa, what am I seeing here? And what you're seeing, if you're seeing a, a scene truly that's well negotiated, is two people who have agreed on what behaviors are okay and not okay, and they're very clear on that, and they're having an experience that they both want. Some people are like complex, and like the idea of saying, no, 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 I don't like that, can be actually part of the agreed upon scene. Mm -hmm. That's why there are safe words. Mm-hmm. Did they mention safe words they in did. the movie? They did. Thank you. And they probably did that to to be responsible. To, yeah, right. Because and the they books, were in the book. I don't, were yeah, they? they were. Yeah, I don't yeah. Remember. Well, there's a great discussion about contract. Um, you know, there's yeah. a big scene, and I know it's a little bit of his own. You know, in the plot line, you know, he does have a lot of much it's more complicated emotional um, history. And I and I discuss this. Of course, it's about. Um, you know, it's a film, so there's a plot, and there are motivations for the lead characters. Yes, and this is where yeah, keep we want to. Well, we want yeah, to this, bring yeah. this up with you as well. This idea of having sort of psychological pro- or childhood trauma, these yes. things that that would drive you towards B- BDSM. And I was interested in you commenting on. I'm so glad you asked the question because those of us who are in this quote scene, that's kind of the in- insider right. phrase for it. We roll our eyes at the phrase when he's like. I'm paraphrasing because I haven't seen right. the movie and haven't seen the, read the books for a while. I've had a hard past. You don't want anything to do with me. Right, you know, right, right. Bullshit Fifty horseshit. shades are fucked up. <laughs> right, so bullshit horseshit. People in the scene tend to have, uh, uh, in, psychologically, they're as healthy as the rest, mentally healthy, psychologically healthy as the rest of America mm-hmm. and have better communication skills. So that's where we're sort of a notch up is because they're super skilled um, Sorry, communication skills. So in terms of are you wounded, have you been totally messed up, I had a sort of pretty gentle childhood. You know what I mean? I'm okay. And yet I found myself kinky. And in my teenage years, I was reading kinky stuff. Yeah. And I would run into people. I would sort of ask people I would play with. So like a sociologist, like, how'd you get into this? (laughs) And they would say stuff like, when I was three years old, I noticed my mom's shoes. You know, like, huh. what? Where does that come from? You yeah. know, a person who might have a foot fetish, for example. Right, right. Yeah, so I guess that's my question, and I think probably a lot of of the world's question. It's like, well, okay, if the person isn't fucked up or, mm-hmm. like, comes from an abuse – I don't want to mm-hmm. say fucked up – but comes from, a, like, an abusive background mm-hmm. or – you know, has issues like this character does, mm-hmm. then people would say, then why? Why exactly? And so I think it might – and I asked this about myself – like, mm-hmm. is something wrong with me? Am I not a feminist? Stuff like that. Right. And oh, great. Big yeah, great deal point. right there. Are you right, a feminist? Right, we want to touch on that after and, a break. And um, um, I believe that sex is such in the shadows in our culture where we're, it's over-sexualized and yet not discussed. Right. There are like 50 different words for our genitals because it's like something you don't talk about. People have shame around touching themselves since they oh, were children. You mean slang, like slang, slang. around yeah, Thank genitals. Thank you, and slang. Then, there are some cultures so repressed yeah. other than America, but they don't yeah. even have words for it. They don't oh even God. have wow. words to acknowledge The point is, okay. is Sorry, that if that's in our culture and yet there are billboards of boobs and all this stuff, well, there's confusion going on mm. in a culture, the American culture, which is based in like, where did we source? Puritanism. Right. It's still with us. And so when sexuality needs to go into the shadows, I think it creates some kink for a lot of people. So Mm. I believe there might be sort of a blend of nature and nurture here. Mm. All I know 
is that I was into it as a teenager and it was right. sort of in me. And when I fantasize, it's always something super dark that with my partner, I have to be like, here's a dark one, you know? <laughs> and he, I always tell him what I'm fantasizing about. And I'm like, ooh, boy, whew, dark. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Okay, so, so you, so I guess you're saying it's sort of built around repression probably or a mix i think i think it's a mix yeah. and what, happily i don't ask myself that anymore mm. i just enjoy the sexual um arousal that i get right i just it's just a complex world i'm not going to spend years hating myself right or for just what naturally or... makes me turned on right and i do know people who feel so much shame around this that um they don't express it at all. And so one person I know just over the course of years still doesn't play in the submissive space that he desperately desires to. Mm. And it just breaks my heart because years are going by of missed sexual moments and joys and pleasures. Well, and I have to say, I, I mentioned this watching the movie. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about how I feel like we joke about, you know, me being a bit of a lazy lover. I'll be like, oh, I'm a bit lazy. I like to, you know, I'm, I let them do whatever, you know. And watching this, I'm going, oh, I might be a very good submissive. I, oh. I think you would be a good dominant, though. Okay. I think I could. I think I'm a switch because I think I can dominate as well. But I think you could dominate, but I think you're such a powerful woman out in the world that being a submissive is like so relaxing. I love it. Yes. I, and I thought about, I did acro yoga back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. And I, my best friend mm -hmm. loved to, um, we, you know, we would do the class together mm -hmm. and I don't know if you all are familiar with it at all, but it's yeah. a lot of acrobatics with a partner mm -hmm. and, uh, and she did never wanted to be out of control. So she, and I said, great, I'll do all the lifts. So mm -hmm. she would lift me and do all these crazy things where I was totally trusting in, in kind of in risky positions, but I trusted her and oh, it comes think, very innately to me. I think yeah. you would love it with yeah. the proper partner. Right. I, with someone who yeah. loves partner. I right. agree with you. Practiced. And I want to get on. So we're going to take a break and I want to touch on that because one of the first things that came to my mind when all of this kinky stuff started going down in the movie was I want to do that. Mm. So oh, let's you take want to dominate? No, no, no. No, no, no. I want one of those. Okay. I want to dominate. We're coming back. Tweet, <laughs> so us at, tweet us at TA Sex Talk. We're talking with Jean Friends. Well, you can find her work at sexualesteemwithjean.com and we'll be right back. Okay. Listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. We're pushing boundaries on conventional thought. Tonight we're talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. We just saw the screening before Valentine's Day. We, and we're talking with Jean Franzblau. We is are. Our BDSM expert with sexual esteem. With Jean. With sexual Jean. esteem with Jean.com. And 
she you she gives uh online sessions for those of you who are just looking at getting into BDSM. Yeah, basic safety for women. Um, I just wanted to note that song. It's yes. from the movie. Mm. Yes. It's a remix of one of Beyonce's songs. So and I want to say, yeah, I want to say her visual album that she came out with mm. was like a new level of like anchoring into her sexuality. Mm. It's really powerful and feels very strongly. Mm. I'm just glad that I have my Crave vibrator necklace mm. so <laughs> that I can use it in the car when I, that song comes on. Oh my God. Wow. And you said something so arousing right yes. before the break. Holy moly. Yes. So I was, I was reporting back that when, uh, when the stuff starts get, go- when the juices get flowing in mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. and the whole like, you know, the domination and submission and the control and all of that come into play. The first thing that came through my mind, and this isn't entirely new to me, but the first thing that came to my mind was, wow, I want that. I want one of those, meaning yes. I want a dominant. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't, one? I think, I like, all, I of Amer- I think all of American <laughs> women are going to be like, why, how do I find a dominant? And like, why well, I want to do this. Yeah. It's so, so I don't know. I don't know where to go from this because for me, like, what do we want to talk about? Control, like. Well, I'd love to see also even the di- the the range of. I th- I think obviously the classic thing will be lots of men will want to play that role of the man, and lots of women mm-hmm. want to play the role of the woman. Interesting to see how many people opposite Switch. sex. I'm sure there will be this, a lot. Yeah, are watching and going. But from, I think the one thing know, that was I'm attractive to that. me about it was um, I love. I think why well, I think I'm just a natural submissive and just because mm-hmm. I, I do have a control like I like to control in my life mm-hmm. a lot. So giving up and surrendering is a, like wonderful, sweet relief. But but when I'm watching the relationship play out, I'm like, yeah, man, the the idea of having someone who who I trust mm-hmm. and who I know mm-hmm. has my total best interest in mind. Like, yes, I want you to eat. Mm hmm healthfully mm-hmm. and this is what i want you to eat yeah so i'm hot. like that's great so delicious so i guess is well, it's it... almost like a tent well okay go ahead. Sorry. no 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 okay. go ahead. i i feel like it part of it is just the level of attention yeah. he is that's putting true. upon her i believe in utter gift. devotion that was devotion what drove attention. me crazy when i first found a dominant partner is the attention was lavished upon me as if i was starving is that for typical it. Of like this kind I of, found of a, a very good submissive. dominant partner. Is that nice. so that, that is that I guess uh, is that what it what it means to have a dominant, I guess. I think attention I think that a good dominant, like that's what that person is gonna be into, whether male or female, is that they wanna get into your head and they ah. wanna get into your sex and they wanna push your boundaries to, at the level that, that have been negotiated. So what happened huh. for me is something called sub frenzy. Which is as soon as I got a taste of it, I wanted to find a dom. So here's I'm in trouble. Here are some res- some places to research. Okay, one is fetlife.com. Fet is like fetish. F E T. Fet life. It is Facebook for kinky people. Yes, wow. I think Ashley Mantel also this, mentioned it on the episodes. Good. So this is a place to research different kinks and just look and see all the people who are into this. And you will know if you're kinky, you'll be like, wow, I have a huge community all right. over the world. Take your time, do the research. Yes, and do the research. And somebody once sent me an article that if it acts like a duck and it quacks like a duck, maybe it's, is it a duck or not a duck? And, and the whole point of the article was just because somebody says they're a dumb doesn't necessarily mean they have the spirit of it. And and the skill of it. Mm. So some people that you already know may already have the spirit right. of a dominant. Right. And although they might not have all of the skills with rope and whip 
you know, and all these right. things, mm-hmm. they might be able to dominate the shit out of you right. and just totally quench that thirst that you have. Mm. Then there are people who are like wearing leather chaps and they're in the door, you know, they're in the bondage club right. who actually are faking it. Yeah. That they're like, for example, people who are having a hard time relating and finding partners, but they realize if they put on their chops and pretend to be a dom, then right. maybe they'll get people to flock to them who don't know better. So be discerning. I agree with you. It's a t- I feel like it's a totally energetic thing. There are people that, like, lovers I've had where, I, again, me not being in the BDSM community, like, I... I the stakes aren't as high, but it's still well, the same Well, issue. I'm not as familiar, but there's something in me that, like, I can tell. It's like, oh, this person could totally... This ha- There's just a quality to their... Mm-hmm. characteristic or spirit or whatever that's like you've got it i don't see that you've got it i don't see that really you important know? to trust your gut yeah. and and at public service announcement number three <laughs> is make sure if you're playing with somebody that somebody else you know knows where you are what you're doing has the person's phone number knows mm-hmm. the address right i call that a safety friend Okay. So there's no, you know, let's not be secretive about this. If you are not knowing somebody very well and wanting to have a scene in private, that's some dangerous shit if you don't know somebody well. If you don't know them, so that's yeah. why there are public dungeons in cities around the country and around the world. This might be a great place to take a class, what, so meet potential partners. What do, you, what do you Google, like public dungeon or dungeons this is in a LA? Great point. Classes, Absolutely. BDSM Los Angeles. So I love this. Why not start with a class rather absolutely. than just finding Please someone do. online? Please start with a class. You don't need to approach this under the shadows and lurking in the shadows and be ashamed of it you can have it you can use a different name to protect your identity Mm -hmm. some people go to these dungeons and they'll wear a mask wow because they might be like high profile people that want to still have their sex you know right Mm -hmm. so a lot of people handle anonymity in a lot of different ways me i'd give my full name because it's my brand Right. And there are uh, my friends do as well. They're starting to just come out and say, look, this is a valid style, style of sexual expression, and I stand firm in it. Mm. It's a really important point to say that some people, um, because they have a natural inclination towards BDSM, could lose their children. Wow. In a custody That's battle. True. Because That's there's so some, true. Because there's this assumption something that something's with wrong them. with them. And yeah, that, that the children aren't health. safe. Are you kidding me? So it's it is become a wow, class of people yeah, who that. need rights and there are people who protect. Yeah. And there are nonprofits that protect people who practice BDSM. There's a whole movement. It's a valid form of sexual expression. Okay. Mm. So while we were on that topic, I wanted to touch on one of the really bizarre comments that one of the reviewers made was it was um, Where a, it was actually a characteristic I'm sorry a, a comparison mm-hmm. of the character Christian Grey mm-hmm. saying that the only difference between Christian Grey mm-hmm. and uh, Ariel Castro is yes, that his name? That's what Ariel Castro, which is that guy who chained those women in his basement mm-hmm. and in real life and abused mm-hmm. them and, and made them have children and whatnot. The only difference between those two, he said, was that this guy is hot and a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And I find that absolutely, first of all, I'm like, are you Fox News? It was Fox News. Justin, um, Justin Craig, Fifty Shades of Grey review, mediocre plot, bland characters, twisted subject matter makes for a bad movie. I, I, I'm I calling you out, fully. Justin. I com- I completely do as <laughs> right. well. And so it's, but I think there's a lot of people who are making this comparison. He goes on to say that it's just abuse. This and- is a gr- it's a great point to bring up. First of all, I really believe that his perspective is his authentic pr- perspective. I don't think he wrote that like, let me make something that'll really stir everyone up. I really believe he felt it, and that I think he felt protective of people who are curious about BDSM. Frankly, I think he's worried. 
So mm-hmm. I want to just sort of back it up to... That's very generous is, of you. This is a man who point. I think is worried. Now, there is something very creepy about the books and about the character Christian Grey, which is does not fit into BDSM as well as its practice as a safe, sane, and consensual practice. Although, let me say this. He stalks her. Right, okay. He stalks her. She says, I need some space, and he flies to her home shows and shows up. That's stalking. Not okay, not BDSM. Right, okay. And so there's a reason why that that moment is a perfect one for him to go, you see, this is abuse. This isn't right. Right. So I can give him that. Right. Although I will say, interestingly, I think that in the book, it's almost a little more um, abusive. And I felt in the movie, they bent it a little in a way where he does show up. Are you yeah. talking about the physical abuse or the stalking? The stalking element. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I think... He shows up, but there is they they do a bit of a softer pitch with it. It has yeah. an element of more control. of a yeah, like you feel that she is in more control. She says you're you're doing too much. Back off, and he kind of goes okay. I'll, Good, sorry, thank I'll you. Stay. Good to know because you know, they probably and he got says, feedback Fine, from. I'll stay in my room and sorry, I you know not quite that you know fall back, but he's it doesn't feel so. It's it's still borderline. Right, but at least she's empowering and she's speaking her truth and having I'll, boundaries. Yes. And, say, and he yeah. says, you can always, like, the helicopter's here, you can leave. Like, you don't... <laughs> yeah, like all this... I, <laughs> I have to laugh. The limo yeah, is just, waiting for well, you, darling. Well, we had a lot we of laughing moments in the audience. A lot of but I have to say, for example, the Fox article is like, there's no humor in it. And I'm like, I was giggling at so many things that Aww. I thought were okay for me to giggle at. I don't mm. know that they meant it to be funny, but... No, I, I don't... No, but I, I think that in the in the fantasy of it mm-hmm. i was giggling do you oh, know what i, I, mean? I and, see what you and mean. so there was a pleasure in the fantasy in the absurdity that made me giggle and, and i loved it and that's what the writer of that article he has no flipping idea that natural healthy beautifully boundaried women like the two I'm looking at right now are just getting wet around this stuff. He just doesn't <laughs> understand it. God bless somebody who doesn't understand well, it. And I, I will say, like, again, this brings me back to the characters having, you know, motivations beyond, you know, practicing BDSM, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's, you get this deeper, like, he does have emotional issues and that's where the conflict and the, oh. and the story between the two and their romance is based on. Mm-hmm. And I think that through the novels, you also have this journey of, her bringing him more center. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. point is that he's unavailable emotionally. Right. And she's trying to say, you don't have to be um, isolated. And so there is a sense of him growing and learning through her. Right? I think that growing and learning through intimacy is a beautiful thing. Right. I do notice that the people I play with in the community of BDSM are like can be super cuddly, intimate, sweet, have emotional vulnerability and all that. So I just want to say, no, yeah, right. you don't right. have to be detached cur- in order to play. Right, and re-emphasizing that these are right. specific characters yeah. with specific motivations, and it doesn't define the entire community. Yeah, I wish Christian Grey would take a class right. about <laughs> you know, intimacy building. Right. So that's what I wanted to touch on as well, is the notion of connection yeah. in this kind of work or play. Um, because there, again, in one of the reviews, uh, there was... Um, and this is the one on our Facebook, uh, our Facebook page. There, it was something about it's not it's porn, referring to the movie. It's porn. It's not romance. Romance is built on connection and mutual mutual respect. And I think that that's a huge assumption that there that that, that, that doesn't writer exist. right that that doesn't exist in this com- in this method of or play. in that act of play. Yeah. There's right. so much romance in the BDSM community Which, because there's so much authentic authenticity and honesty. I mean, let's face it, we're doing sort of unusual things. Right. So already you're sort of in a club with each other like, I don't know why I like this, but would uh-huh. you please do this to me? <laughs> yeah. So right. there's so already support. so much vulnerability and the the partner that in my show is called the Zach, the character of this mm. man who I was with for almost 2 years. Oh my god, the intimacy was deep. 
deep and beautiful. And I will say to the film's credit, mm. I think it does I think it does highlight the romance and his desire for her and vice versa. I mean, not as, ex, you know, explicit. Well, yeah, explicit. Well, I, I mean, he even says, I want you. I want you the way you are. This is you know, new these for moments. Him, though. Yes. And mm-hmm. it is. But, yeah. And again, these are this, the arcs of the characters. But to the art, to this, you know, um, to reply or rebut the article that you're, you know, mm-hmm. talking right. about, I, I would say that the movie um, does not, well, it does not imply that there's no intimacy. I think maybe or initially he comes on aggressively, almost in this formulaic way, where he says, "This is the way I approach BDSM." Well, and for I example, boundaries. there's the whole fucking versus making love, and it's That's, like yes. this is all about fucking and blah blah blah. And, it, and he is says that your that experience, Gene? He says, that I'm, I'm, like, I'm, about... "My forehead is wrinkling." <laughs> okay. I don't know if you can hear it on <laughs> no, the radio. I, mean, I think there are some complications in the way. It portrays yeah. it if that's your only yeah. so, enlightened so here's Amer- here's what i want America, everyone to know is that and when you play in bdsm before you actually go into the room and lock the door and have a, an experience or go to the dungeon with a person there's a conversation and that conversation is called a negotiation so where, where you discuss well what are you wanting from this experience what's an absolute no and what are you really interested in and and would you try this or is this something like that's maybe a shade of gray for you would you be open to trying such a thing i mean we geek out about these experiences oh, before we have them mm-hmm. so it's well, one of my first concerns is that please don't start a scene until the person knows for example if i can spank you can i mark you Meaning, right. is it okay if you have a little bruise or right. a big bruise? Is that okay? No, it's not okay. Well, then that's an important for us to know. For example, can I, can I make out with you? Some people, fascinatingly, are into BDSM and they are not into the sex part. They just like the power part. Right, so no kissing, I'm fascinated by no that. intercourse. I'm, for me, no. it's so arousing. I'm like, right. how could you not end up in the sack after right. this? But some people are. So it's a good question to ask, which is, are you in this for a sexual experience? Because if you're not, it's going to be really frustrating for me. <laughs> for me right. We're not a good partnership here. Huh. So, okay, so, so yeah, I guess kissing and, like, um, loving touch, is that, that's a part of, that's a part of it all, right? Yes. Well, Sometimes it depends. I, depending on the relationship. It depends on the dom and the mm-hmm. sub. So there's something called a sensual dom. Oh. A sensual dom is one who really likes to give sensual pleasure and is invested in in the pleasure of the submissive. That is just how they roll. And I consider myself one of those. As opposed to inflicting uh, more a sensual dom might use impact or pain and yet they're doing it to balance out the chemicals in the body like oxytocin and adrenaline so that the pleasure is even deeper so they're playing with your chemicals like a cocktail they're like a <laughs> I'm so enthralled it's so right exciting, now right so yeah I mean they're playing with all of these energies in the body and there are some people who get super turned on and they're like straight up sadists Right. You mean like totally into the pain? They're into the pain. It's what gets them excited, both male and female. There are sadists on every every side of the aisle. (laughs) Um, But good to know because what I've learned is that a sadist and me, we're not a good match. Because my, I feel like I was sort of trained by the dominant I was telling you about. Whatever he did that was challenging to me ended in a puddle of orgasm for me (laughs) so I was always like and then soon the fun part's gonna happen for me right and it always did so I got trained that that's what BDSM is for me because I got used "Mm, that's what I like so can can I break that down for me in my Mm -hmm. head so um so meaning like do the pain 
uh, dominating, like him telling you what to do and whatever, and then holding out, holding out, knowing that you'll get your treat at the end. Is yeah, that, the that, that at least is how how I sure. got used to playing with him. And is okay. pain a strong word for what you would do? I mean, you know, um, when we say pain, do we mean pressure? You know, I'm so glad that you're sort of getting geeky with me about that. Um, that's why some people call it impact play, yeah, okay. which means hitting. Right. <laughs> because um, like a flogger, which is a very specific tool, if you Google it, you'll find it. It's a BDSM tool. It's leather and it has lots of threads at the end. Looks right. like sort of like Fringy a horse's thing. tail. Fringy things. Yeah. Um, that, when you first start like thrusting it at somebody's like upper back or behind, it feels like you feel the wind of it. So there's a sensuality of coolness. Right. And then it sort of thuds with a sound. So there's a sensuality of hearing it. And it doesn't hurt that much, but it sort of goes boom. And you're right. like, whoa, I'm a badass. I'm taking all this boom. <laughs> Boom. And, and and it's not hurting at all. Right, and then just... after a while, it becomes, whoa, this is becoming intense. Can I handle it? And it becomes a lot of submissives are like, I just want to know what I can take. Right. You know, we're like Amazons, you know, the female ones. And the male ones are like, I just want to give her everything because I want to show her how much that I love, you know, right. that I'll give her all of that. All of that challenge is my offering. And I'm speaking really using heterosexual terms right now. Right, there right. are plenty of gay people who sure. practice and plenty of transgender folks who do. So pardon that. I'd love to hit on, you know, just the idea of more neutral se- or average sex, whatever. I mean, yeah. what does that even mean anymore, right? Because like I was saying, you know, normalized BDSM. What we see in rated yeah, R movies. Oh, this I kind of thing mean. is very mainstream. But I have to say, you know, the same rule applies, right? Levels of arousal allow for different levels of intensity. And yeah. I, you know, I even remember once this is maybe... Well, anyway, um, you know, as a woman, when you're on your period, for example, like your softer tissue can be more sensitive, right? Your nipples are more sensitive, like yeah. all these things. And, you know, I remember having a partner once where we had a sexual experience on the, you know, mm-hmm. not on my period. And then, and mm-hmm. then I was, and I sort of was like, oh, and, and he was surprised. And then he mm-hmm. goes, oh, right. It's that time of the month. You're right, more sensitive. Different body. Right. And, and approaching it at a different level. Mm-hmm. And again, it was, you know, it's just highlighting that idea of like the body's always changing its levels that it can handle and just being attuned to that. Yes. And I really like what you said that, you know, if you have a skilled partner who is working with intensity, um, pleasure can be enhanced and you can actually, quote, take more. So that's hmm. sort of fascinating. So somebody who can spank like really well with that erotic style I was mentioning earlier you might notice 10 minutes into it, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe all that I'm taking right now. Right, And right. it's because of the chemicals in the body. Well, yeah, yeah and also your partner yeah, right. being surprised that you can handle so much more. Yeah. And and but and maybe going, well, how is that possible? And you're going, well, no, I'm I'm warmed up now. And right. when I come back down, it's going to be very different. Right. And, and you I'm definitely can't come at that su- level. Super suggesting that people take it slow, even though they're like super excited when they see the movie, like it's okay. Yeah, the movie take gets you, you want to hop online right after right. watching it. So. right. Take a moment, mm. step back, maybe just masturbate alone. And then, <laughs> and then, there's a book I recommend. Yes, there's yeah. a book I recommend, which is um, SM101 by Jay Weissman. Oh, yeah. Fantastic book that explains the ins and outs from both a dominant and submissive perspective. Lots about safety, geekiness, and the language. Lots psychology. Of, yeah, lots well, of psychology right. and lots of tips on how. Uh, at the end, the, I think he gives tips on how you can practice with just household supplies. Oh my we God. call those yes. pervertibles. Oh, pervertibles. I love, I love that love because it. I did. You don't about... have to get a whole get up to, to play in this way. I, awesome. Oh. Are we taking? We need a break. break. We need yeah, a break. Yeah, we're taking a break, and then we'll come back. We're taking a break. We're talking with Jean Franzblau of uh, 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 sorry, sex, sexual, sexual esteem, esteem with, with Jean. Jean. and we're talking about Fifty Shades of Great. Tweet us at tasxtalk. You're a primitive 
head yet, no more if you got a big Let me search it, to find out how hard I gotta work yet It's your primitive, it's why I need a It's your primitive, it's why I need a I like to get to know ya, so I can show ya Put a hurtin' on ya, like I told ya Give me all your numbers so I can phone ya Your girl actin' stink, then call me over Not on the bed, lay me on your sofa Call before you come, I need to shave my cha-cha You do or you don't, or you will, I won't cha Go downtown and eat it like a vocha See my hips, big hips, so cha See my butt, then my lips don't cha Lost a few pounds in my waist, go ya This the kind of beat that go ba-ta-ta Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta Sex me so good, I say blah-blah-blah Work it! I need a glass of water Boy, your boy, it's good to know ya Is it worth it? Let me work it I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it It's your primitive, it's why I need them It's your primitive, it's why I need them If you got a big, let me search it If I know how hard I gotta work Yeah, Missy. Oh, Missy. <laughs> Welcome to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're here tonight talking about uh, Fifty Shades of Grey because T and I just went to the press screening. We're here super chatting exciting. with... exciting. Coming out Valentine's exciting. Day. I was anti the movie and I'm saying go watch it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we were not super excited. I we was were, not. We were very skeptical and it and we had so much fun. We did. Wow. I'm so, thrilled. Jean Franzblow, uh, Sexual Esteem with Jean.com. Check out her work. She's our BDSM expert. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you are. And uh, super fun and entertaining. She, you've done a lot of stuff coming out kinky. Is a one man woman show mm -hmm. you did. It all, everything is on her website. So um, I don't want to interrupt our mm -hmm. our flow, our flow mm -hmm. but I wanted to touch on the whole notion of feminism mm -hmm. and b and BDSM or mm -hmm. domination. And uh, again, a lot of the reviews that we were reading were were uh, criticizing the character and the mm -hmm. writers and whatnot for making a female character who's like would like put herself in this degrading position hmm. okay this is t can i say something yes uh i do feel like again i sort of mentioned these archetypes of characters like we do have a simplicity of um a young woman who is of you know virginal uh youthful kind of has speaks in a higher like tone right. in her voice never really settled herself. into yeah. her voice yeah um but then again her roommate is more settled and kind of sure of what she wants so i And anyway, and then you sort of have this man, and he's a man, and he's the archetype of all the things like masculinity should be. Mm -hmm. And we have a show next week with Charlie Glickman who talks about <gasps> you did. Yeah. Charlie's yeah. wonderful. Talks yeah, yeah. about masculinity, mm. and these ideas come up: the broad-shouldered, muscly, strong, like you know, asserting yourself, dominating the woman, right? So all these things are happening in this film. Mm -hmm. But I think um, anyway. So I think that's where this is coming from. But I think the film is more nuanced and has a lot going on. And I also think these are. Are, this is one story about two types of people who do exist in the world yes, but aren't. But, I, no. but the only thing is that I feel like, because a lot of people are going to be watching this movie that know nothing about this community, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like the, the danger is thinking that, oh, this is a degrading thing. Like this woman is allowing herself to be chained to a bed and allowing this man to make rules about mm -hmm. what she's going to eat and what kind mm -hmm. of sex she's going to have and mm -hmm. is going to beat her with a leather flog. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's supposed to be okay, you know, mm -hmm. for like a modern woman. And my thing is, I, I think... I think it's sort of oxymoronic, but I think there's a power, right, in allowing yourself as a woman mm -hmm. to be uh, submissive or to be dominated. So, so tell us, like, can the two exist together? What does that look like? They do exist is, together. Yeah. So we have plenty of women who play in submissive ways in their erotic expression who are some badasses out in the world. Uh, so I, what I love about what you said before the break, before the break, which is like, I want to find me a dominant, right. is that 
there is there is a very feminine quality of enjoying surrender. Yes. And it takes a lot of um, courage to allow that, especially in a very masculine culture that we're in. So I want to say to anybody listening that if you watch the movie and you feel aroused, do not shame yourself. Mm-hmm. Just Just say, oh, that's interesting. And allow yeah. yourself the inquiry. What is that? Please don't shame yourself. You can be powerful and just huge in the world. And you can be like, and I wonder what it would be like to surrender to well, a safe partner. Hmm. And I love that. And I think this brings me back to my sort of acro yoga revelation, which hmm. is with my best girlfriend. And I and it's surrendering myself to this acrobatic whatever. But it's mm-hmm. yeah, but there's not a lot of social stigma around that. No, of course not. But that's what I'm what I'm talking about is I don't f- I feel empowered in my exploring like trusting this partner mm-hmm. you know to right. to have quote control right i mean to mm-hmm. have trust my best interest in this person and i think that's what's happening with bdsm that's Absolutely. really cool for me even um we're so la like right now i'm about to say something so la too <laughs> which Warning. is which is that oh. when i'm hungry for feeling a dominance energy um in the past i will attend a yoga class with a, like a really strong masculine presence yoga teacher and i'll be like tell me what to do that's right <laughs> and i'll have inner this monologue. whole delicious inner monologue where i'm like Absolutely. And I know this is challenging and I love it. You know, that would be just how I can oh sort God. of get I'm that gonna energy. I'm going to think about yoga in a whole new way now. <laughs> oh, it's just how I get that, that energy of like, tell me what to do. I like it. Huh, you know, yeah. In certain circumstances. Safe ones. Gosh, it just mm. bothers me so much that even like, I, I, I even feel myself judging myself now, mm. like, because I was aroused by the movie and I am aroused by the notion of being a submissive. And it's something I've been exploring over the year very lightly, casually mm. in sex, not casually, lightly. Mm-hmm. But, um, but there is still this, I can still see this thing operating within me that, oh, I'm like, well, that's weird. Or that's not healthy or, or just open up and allow it, allow the abnormality to exist. <laughs> Mm. And I think that it's so bizarre that that's the default. Mm. But I'm, I appreciate I don't you're think being I'm, honest about it. I don't think I'm the only one who's probably, who thinks no. that. But. And, and that's why I've just gotten to a point where I'm like, like talking to my vulva, sweetheart, talking to my vulva. Whatever makes you wet, I'm going to pay attention to that. And I m- might find safe experiences to give those experiences I'm to you because to I love that. you. Because yeah. I love you. <laughs> that's awesome and you know what came and to mind and it loves you back and when you, you, totally loves love. you back when you yeah when you listen to me I love you back <laughs> but I think that I think our sexual what we're uh well I don't know about this actually as I'm what? about to say this mm-hmm. I was going to say that I feel like what we're sexually attracted to or drawn to mm-hmm. can oftentimes lead us into experiences that are very healing mm-hmm. or that we need in our life yes okay you just hit the jackpot on that one when I realized that I had a, a dominant nature in me, um, it was really special for me to find, in, in my case, a male submissive partner who, like, wanted me to, like, be that, my the, my, the biggest bitch I had in me. Mm. And what I learned is that I had turned off my inner bitchiness, and which is a certain amount of power, yeah. because I just have. thought that somebody else should have that that's not nice etc it totally i totally capped my own power by just saying that is not part of me well when that submissive partner said i want that in you and i just would amplify that part it i kept it and now i bring it to the corporate world 
Awesome. Not the bitchiness, but the power. The right. confidence in the power. The woman who speaks the truth. Right. Which in the BDSM way can be very funny. Be like, shut your pie hole. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because yeah. in the, you know, because we agree that I can talk that way to that particular partner. And I mean, you listening to your wet vagina mm, led you to that oh revelation. Oh my God. And empowering yourself. In it. That's mm. okay. Good. Mm. Yeah. I um, that, I, we were talking a bit about, um, also, yeah, the power that you can get as a dominant, like learning to have the confidence to assert what someone else might like. Obviously, in a safe, you know, having that agreement, but being confident in in that you're giving them pleasure rather than maybe going oh, rather than second guessing, second guessing. So there are there are classes for oh my, both men and women and everything, all genders in between, about how to be a great dominant. I need to go to this class. Which is a lot of listening to the body, seeing those stuff. details and... Paying attention, asking questions, interviewing. Hmm. Are, these are all great things, but also paying attention to the body, paying attention, paying close attention. It comes to that. And hmm. it's a thrill to be on top. It's a wonderful thrill. Well, and I used to get so nerdy about it that I would like, when I would have a session with a submissive, I'd be like, I have three, I have you for three hours, but 7 and 10 p.m. And you will come to my door with your eyes averted, <laughs> you know, and you will text me when you have arrived. And, yeah. and I would list all the things I was going to do so I'd be prepared. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm like, very these, responsible these dom. Are, well, I want to give them an experience. But give, yeah. That's okay. So this is what, what yeah, experience. this is what I wanted to touch on is yeah. that it sounds like, as I'm listening to you, it sounds like, um, you know, one of the greatest things I feel that life has to offer is giving something, mm-hmm. right? And having your attention on other people. And we have so much attention on ourselves mm-hmm. for, well, if you live a selfish life, like, I don't know, I, I whatever. Anyway, you can, no, there's I a lot of room culture, for everyone a lot more to, self-reflection and, yeah. and kind of what do I need instead right. of looking outward. Right. And so, so I guess is that at the core of domination is not looking at what you really want that person to do, but what that what works for that person is a major balancing act Hmm. that dominance uh, that dominance need to be mindful of Hmm. so they can certainly bring their desire um, but i remember with my dominant partner that he would rarely allow himself to completely abandon to his desire because he had so many balls to be juggling Hmm. the balls of safety my psychology um you know all kinds of things that he was sort of juggling and he i think he found pleasure in all of it mm-hmm. but also kind of tiring too <laughs> mm. it takes energy to be a good dominant yeah yeah it does i remember so this is such a fantastic paradox which is so great for your audiences to hear is the assumption is is that a dominant gets anything she wants or anything he wants and the submissive is like a freaking victim the right. truth is this the the um submissive has all the power cuz the dominant can't go anywhere beyond what the submissive has consented to. Right. And I can see how that could be a really beautiful experience. That's and she, and he, in the film, by and the way. she and that's he can always shades. say no yeah. with their safe word. I think that's, they emphasize that. Yeah. yeah and, I so think, that's, and that's not abuse, I feel people, in the mainstream reviewers. film, I think the film does highlight that. I think you do, at least for me, watching it, I totally understood I that felt she, like she had, had the all control. The power. Yeah. That she could Good. say stop. I don't feel, you know, I'm really glad. there's a scene, I think at the end, that where she does draw a line and he, obeys that's true but i i find that it's still intriguing to me that you've got you know i would say probably mainstream folk who are making these reviews who have obviously seen the film and then still come out thinking that it's still this abusive bizarre wacky kind of situation and i just don't read it just don't buy all of this stuff well see it for yourself and decide yeah but this is really great you're doing quite a service 
really, by having this show and talking about the, the nuances, because it can be confusing. Let's I face it, it can that. be confusing. Yeah. I remember when I was first writing about what became my show, and I presented it at a nonprofit where we were sharing our writing, there was one person who had some trauma in the group mm. who was like, you can find help. And I'm like, for <laughs> what? I'm having the best sex of my life. What is she talking about? And she couldn't penetrate uh. or understand mm. that I was better than fine. I was the happiest I'd ever been. But the, what I was describing was so freaking edgy for her. So it's mm. very possible that we can talk to her blue in the face. There are just going to be people who misunderstand. And that's right. going to need to be okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. That will happen. T, mm-hmm. anything else that you want to say? We're um, well, um, time, but, yeah, I was going to say how I, I liked the idea of maybe if you have one or two examples of what is in your online um, sessions for women on Thank safety you. with BDSM. Right. Oh, yeah, some sure. of the biggest faux pas, I suppose. Yes, so I have two different free lessons for women. And one sorry, we find these on that web, on your sexual website? Sexualesteemwithgene.com, okay. homepage. So two offerings for women. One is for women who find themselves perpetually sexually dissatisfied and what women are doing that are keeping them in that state. Hmm. And the other is specifically women interested in kink and how to keep them safe, like the blunders that women make. So one of them has to do with not understanding that you need to negotiate. Hmm. So Hmm. in the movie, I've seen the trailer. Mm -hmm. She's like, so educate me. Right? (laughs) Enlighten me. Right? Enlighten me. Thank you. I don't imagine there was a big discussion like I would like for you to come over for you know a full day and in that day I'm going to make sure that you're fed and I'm going to make sure that you get cleansed cleansed and I'm going to take care of you and I also am going to beat you and is that okay like I don't think they had a negotiation well, beside the 20 the page film, contract no the film I, I would say that is the con- the contract they do that okay they lay so, it out good so as long as it's laid out and uh, that is an important element of it but you're right. I mean, the trailer portrays it much more. Yeah, like this Alice in Wonderland, right? She's stepping into yeah, this unknown that's world. That's true. Yeah. But it's. I'm. I don't know. I think the film does an, a decent job, given that they I, only I have, have that hour and a half or whatever to. So I would say to dive in, women and men who mm-hmm. are submissive who want to find a dominant partner. That if you say, "Hey, can we have a negotiation session?" and that dominant partner says, "Excuse me, I don't do that," that person run might not know what they're doing, mm-hmm. but then they might be dangerous. Okay. So their danger might be ignorance or their danger might be bad intention. Right. Gotcha. So okay. just keep your spidey sense up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Play in public. <laughs> play in public. Um, I love that. Can I ask you a question about the playing yeah. in public thing? The, is it, can you, do you go, I'm sure there's all sorts of things, but yeah. is it common to go without a partner and, and yeah. to just kind of explore and how does that work? Yeah, so first of all, these I'm dungeons, many of these dungeons are nonprofit organizations with tons of classes. Okay. So wow. a great place, once again, to be part of a community, meet people, and then maybe there'll be a party after and you'll stay and watch. It's okay to come and just watch. It's totally interesting. Right. So that's important to know. Okay. Yeah, so that's, yes, you can come as a single person and just be like, whoa, I'm having an adventure. But maybe better to come with somebody else, not necessarily your partner, but a pal. So the people that play there, are they couples? Or people that they already have an established thing with? Or it's not just like, hey, I'm a dom, hey, I'm a submissive, and then you go and you play? Uh, It's it's all types of iterations. Some people meet on on FetLife.com, and they're like, hey, let's go to a class together, and let's see what happens from there. Or let's meet at a coffee shop, and let's talk about our kinky interests. That's nice. Like that. That's nice. Um, Or they'll be at a dungeon, and, 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 and maybe... There's a lot of dungeon etiquette, Mm. so that's why I actually have a two-day class that I haven't yet scheduled, but I have a one-day 
March 7th, FYI. Okay. Uh, you know, and we can talk about etiquette, like how to act in a dungeon. For example, you can't like pick up somebody else's toys. You can't right. be like, hey, man, what are you go- doing in the middle of somebody's scene? That's a psychological bubble. Like right. <laughs> you can watch, yeah. but don't get in there. You can't just get in there and play with that. You know, yeah. there's all kinds of etiquette. Hmm. Oh, my God. Fascinating. I know. Okay. So let me re- go over some resources that you mentioned. Um, so it, so for folks who are interested in finding a dominant or a submissive or interested in anything, you can go on to FetLife.com, which is like the Facebook for fetish kinky anything. Yeah, just to poke around and, and you can develop. You can have an anonymous profile mm-hmm. if you like. Don't um, show your face if you don't want to. Okay. Oh, plenty of people do. You and, men- go ahead. You mentioned and- a book. You mentioned a book. SM101. SM101. I really highly recommend it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, your classes, mm-hmm. which are at sexualesteemwithgene.com. Yeah. Um, and your closest one is March 7th. That's right. There's an ally. And then, yeah. And then, so is there, so if you, so if you want to find a dom or whatever, mm-hmm. that life is the place to go. It's a good place to go. Also, your local dungeon and start going to classes and going to, ooh, I'm going to give you a vocabulary word. And just word. Google this. Yeah, how do you find Google it? your BDSM dungeon. Munch. The word is munch. Munch. A munch is a public gathering of kinky people and kinky curious people who get together like at a coffee shop or at a restaurant in towns across the country and this is where they meet. So find your local munch and ask questions. And it's M-U-N-C-H? Yeah. Okay, because right when you said I was like Edford Monk? So I can just Google Los Angeles and Los Angeles. Yeah, there's meetups. There's probably meetups. I mean, it's everywhere. (laughs) But it's so, yeah, so amazing that you can have these sort of safe, open discussions and wait till you're ready to really engage. Yes, please. And also there is a great website with tons of video. Kinkuniversity.com Okay. Yeah, got to be 18 or over to get in there. Right. There's a ton of free videos, and then they have different tiers where you can pay a bit and then get access to the best sex educators in the world presenting wow. on video, like how to do this, how to do that. Wow. The real deal people. Kinkuniversity.com. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow, we're out of time. Amazing. Gene. Thank you so much Woo! for coming in. My on, pleasure. It, it was amazing. Yeah. The whole experience tonight was amazing. Thank you. Uh, like Thank my you mind for is blown. I uh, again, <laughs> yeah, going deeper with all of the things that Fifty Shades of Grey successfully touches on. Yeah. And I think I have then to happily report resp- back. Yeah. yeah, but and then the audience's responsibility to read more before you engage. Take care of themselves. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. This okay. is Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T, and I'm A. Pushing Boundaries on Conventional Thought. Tweet us at TA Sex Talk. This is not